Hey, Peace Nicks. This is a trailer for my new special, which will be released in two parts. Part one being released on July 4th, uncoincidentally. And it is my latest smoke in the air special called Elephant in the Room. It's about our country, politics, the drug war, Republicans versus Democrats, and American history and immigration. It all started as a response to a response letter I received from one of my Florida senators, Marco Rubio, about cannabis legalization. Great fodder for an Independence Day special, right? So this is one of the sections from the special. It's the last topic I covered, and I thought it was to the point and not terribly long, so that is why I chose it. So this is the trailer for Smoke in the Air, Elephant in the Room, Part 1, which will be out on Monday, July 4th, and this section is Smoke in the Air, When Blue Lives Matter. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug Drugs abuse. are menacing our society. What are your thoughts on the drug problem? I had a great time doing drugs. So tonight, from our family to yours, from our home to yours, thank you for joining us. This is the piece on drugs. On drugs. Next on the elephant list, Republicans believe that all lives matter. Democrats believe that some lives matter. Now, it must be immediately addressed that the slogan, some lives matter, has never been said by Democrats or liberals. This is referring, obviously, to the Black Lives Matter movement. The movement never said only Black Lives Matter. It basically is saying Black Lives Matter also because unarmed black men are being disproportionately shot by police officers all over the country, and it would seem that America needed to be told that black lives matter, where they never needed reminding that a white man's life mattered. Now, you may have heard in response to this that white people get shot just as often. In fact, this is true. The same number of white men are shot on average every year as black men. But this statistic only proves my point when you consider that the U.S. population is 60% white and only 13% black. A black man is actually six times more likely to be shot by the police than a white man. And while black men make up of only 6% of the general population, they make up 40% of the incarcerated. Now, I've heard all, this, all the counterarguments to this. I was living in Charlotte, North Carolina, when Keith Lamont Scott was gunned down by officers in front of his home. He was told to show his hands when officers smelled pot, and he refused. The officer thought he was reaching for a gun and shot and killed him. Never mind that they weren't there to investigate someone smoking pot and were there to serve a warrant on someone else. I was in Charlotte when the protest started, and some turned very mildly violent. I heard many white folk ask out loud, why Keith Lamont Scott didn't obey the officer, as if he was somehow deserving of being shot and killed for smoking weed and not complying. I heard this when Freddie Gray was roughed up and died in the back of that police van in Baltimore. He was a criminal, and had he not been a criminal, he wouldn't have been in that place in the first place. These men were not sentenced by any court of law to death, and no crime they had committed would have ever got them a death sentence. I hear the argument from white folk too often who can't understand why they didn't just fully comply with law enforcement. You cannot make that argument if you have never walked in their shoes. 
How many times do you comply with authoritarian bullshit, prejudice, racism? How many times do you lift up your arms and surrender to authority for a random search when you have done nothing wrong before you look at that officer in the eye and say, you know what? Not today. I'm going to sit right here and keep living my life. I wasn't bothering you or anyone, and I'm done getting patted down and arrested and kicked around and treated less than human. And I know a lot of the white folk I hear asking these questions, they're freedom-loving, gun-owning people who would not stand for that shit after the first time it happened. You're the party of less government control, right? But you can't seem to wrap your head around someone not wanting to be harassed relentlessly by the government. Please, put yourself in their place and ask yourself if they deserve to die. If their mothers deserve to bury them. Another problem is that TV and films and news media have painted the black man as a dangerous criminal, so cops are subconsciously scared of them, creating a pretty precarious situation for a black man when that armed officer is their only protection. I read a study where law enforcement officers did a virtual simulation where they had to decide if a person was holding a gun or a wallet and make a split decision not to shoot or to shoot. And if the person had dark skin, officers were more likely to mistake a wallet for a gun and shoot. If they had white skin, officers were more likely to mistake a gun for a wallet. So finally, in 2013, the people had enough and were done being silent and took to the streets proclaiming Black Lives Matter. This movement pissed off the right-wingers, and so they decided they would start a movement of their own in juxtaposition to Black Lives Matter called Blue Lives Matter. As if cops have been discriminated against and constantly locked in cages and barred from society through legal forms of discrimination like probation and felony records, and they are the descendants of slaves, whether or not the life of a police officer mattered was never up for debate. No one says they don't matter. Black men, however, have been told in many more ways than one that they don't matter. So their movement was important and all of us should be saying Black Lives Matter. Those that oppose it always point at the riots and the violence and looting and burning. Make no mistake, I don't support violence in the streets, but neither did anyone that took the Black Lives Matter movement seriously. The activists that marched did so peacefully, knowing that any form of rioting would hurt the movement. But when opportunities for violence and looting arise, there will always be people ready for mayhem, and there will always be followers, people who were angry and planning on marching peacefully, But when they saw violence, they followed because they were rightfully angry. I'm reminded of a White Stripes line in one of their songs. You can't burn down my house and then get mad at my reaction. Those protests were in reaction to police brutality. The whole Blue Lives Matter movement got me thinking. I grew up in the South and racism was everywhere. I remember my dad telling me about a guy he worked with that used a code word for black people so he could talk disparagingly about them in public and even in their presence, though I'm sure they knew exactly what he was saying. He called them Smurfs. You know, the little cartoon blue people? He thought that was a good nickname for African Americans because, I don't know, he thought their skin colors were both weird, not white. I don't know. I bring this up because it made me think about when Blue Lives Matter would be a legitimate movement. If Smurfs were real and they were being systematically oppressed and shot unarmed at a rate six times higher than their white counterparts and they were incarcerated at a rate five times higher 
and when they were the target of a militarized police force fighting an unwinnable war on drugs. That's when a Blue Lives Matter movement would actually be justified. Blue Lives Matter as a movement only makes sense in a world where Smurfs are real and blue is the color of your fucking skin. You can refuse to arrest people for nonviolent bullshit drug offenses. You can quit a job. You can take off a uniform. But you can't change the color of your skin. And no one should ever have to wish that they had that option. All right, peace, Nicks. Thanks for listening. Have a happy July 4th. Be safe out there. And also, once again, this was a clip from my special Elephant in the Room, part one, which will be released Monday, July 4th.